Could we be on the verge of a land grab in sprint car racing as this World of Outlaws and High Limit rivalry develops? We'll talk about it amid the WRG purchase of the ASCS. Plus news from Jonathan Davenport, weekend results, and much more. Let's go. It's Sunday, March 3rd. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. We've got a bunch of stuff to get into today on this packed daily show, including news from recent days and weekend racing. But before we do, a quick message from today's show sponsor. Today's episode is being brought to you by AG1. If you aren't aware, AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that provides 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients to support body, brain, and gut health. Having spent 16 years as a pit crew member, I understand how important it is to take care of your body, and nutrition is a huge part of that. I drink my AG1 in the morning while I'm getting rolling on putting together the day's dirt racing news, and it's good to know I'm getting what I need to support my busy lifestyle that at the moment includes dirt track full-time grad school and chasing around my 10 year old to basketball practice and school functions ag1 is easy you just mix it with cold water and it's helped me feel energized and supported my mental clarity as i worked through my packed days if you want to try ag1 for yourself scan the qr code in the lower left corner of your screen or click the link below in the video description to get a free one-year supply of ag vitamin d3 k2 plus five ag1 travel packs with your first purchase that's five free travel packs plus the vitamin D3K2 with your first purchase of AG1 at the link below. Thanks to AG1 for their support. Now back to The Daily Show. Going back to Friday afternoon, the rumored deal for uh, World Racing Group to purchase the American Sprint Car Series was officially announced. World Racing Group is the parent company for the World of Outlaws and Dirt Car and lots of other entities uh, if you aren't aware. The opening weekend of the ASCS National Tour for 360 Sprint Cars was supposed to be this weekend, but it was canceled amid the uncertainty of the future for the embattled racing series. Things had gone sideways for series operator Terry Maddox over the offseason, and in the aftermath, the Hahn family retook control of the series they founded in 1992. World Racing Group's acquisition secures the rest of the 2024 season, and the next weekend of racing, March 15th and 16th at RPM Speedway, is on as scheduled. WRG now owns the National Tour and is in control of the 12 regions. As you could have guessed, uh, the National Tour will be added to the programming lineup for Dirt Vision. It was previously on for, uh, Flow Racing and then Race and Dirt for the 2023 year. Race and Dirt also served as the series presenting sponsor. They've obviously been removed. From what I've seen, the reaction has been really positive to this, and hopefully this will provide some stability for those racers and tracks. There is a ton of speculation about what will happen in the future now and what WRG's plans are. But I think it's clear they view this as a move to shore up regional sprint car racing. In the release headline, they mentioned it as a, quote, move to protect sports future. So why the ASCS and why now? We haven't seen World Racing Group make an acquisition like this in probably something like 20 years. For much of the last decade or two, Brian Carter has been working towards shedding tracks and series purchased in the boundless dirt motorsports days that they viewed as not essential to their success. That included series like Mars, and racetrack, uh, racetrack deals at facilities like Orange County, what is now Weed Sport and Land of Legends, Lernerville, and Rolling Wheels. WRG's only remaining owned racetrack from the mid-2000s is Volusia. But since the high-limit purchase of the All-Stars and subsequent moves to become a national series, it's been clear that Carter and WRG have been eyeing a move into regional racing to fill the void. 
Back on October, Carter was interviewed for Area Auto Racing News, and he told Len, uh, Len Sammons, quote, there is a need for a strong, reasonably priced sprint car show, a place for developing teams, a chance to race without racing against the very best every night so they have a chance to develop. It's also a great chance for fans to see sprint car racing until the Ward of Outlaws come through their area. It's a balancing act that is in jeopardy right now. I hope everything remains in balance or there will be a void that will need to be filled. If I have to look at that, I will because we all need strong regional programs, unquote. Since then, we know that World Racing Group has been involved uh, or was involved in efforts to try and create a new series based in Ohio, but that ultimately didn't happen. Dervision, though, will be involved in the streaming of that unified Ohio Sprint Speed Week. And now here we are several months later with the ASCS now under the World Racing Group banner. Did High Limit influence this decision? Yeah, maybe to a point. If the All-Stars don't go away, WRG might not have been looking in this direction. But I also think this was a chance for them to grab a distressed asset at a probably very good price. There are questions about the economic viability of 360 racing, but I don't see Carter going this direction if he didn't believe they could make money here. I did a YouTube live stream back on Friday to react to all of this news, and Carter actually jumped into the chat on that live stream. There, he said they will use this as a foundation to build and grow regional programs, 360s where they are strong, and 410s where they are strong. As for some details for the moment, it sounds like WRG and Duravision's Brian Dunlap is going to lead the efforts on bringing the ASCS in-house, but he told Jeremy Elliott they are going to hire a series director. Dunlap was heavily involved in the startup of the Extreme Series two years ago, so he's done this before. They are also evaluating things like purses and the point fund. I have heard as well that there could be alterations to the schedule, so stay tuned for any developments on that front. One final thing on this front that I wanted to address as well was the acquisition uh, or was the question of future acquisitions by the major players. We talk about WRG and, you know, the flow racing sphere. I saw people wondering if other series could be gobbled up here with Power Eye and the USCS floated as a couple of examples. And at this moment, my own opinion and feeling is no, I don't see that happening. I don't believe we are suddenly going to see a land grab, especially in sprint car racing. I do think there is a path where High Limit could expand in other directions in the future, but for the time being, they need to focus on making their national series viable and profitable before they look elsewhere. Expanding too much too quickly is a recipe for disaster. And now with the ASCS brand to use as a starting point, I don't know why WRG would need to buy anything else. Like I said earlier, I think this was a unique opportunity for World Racing Group to capitalize on a perceived void in regional racing by buying a distressed asset at a good price point. Things like this just don't happen very often. Uh, feel free to leave your comments below on the entire situation and what you think will happen in the future. One other news item from the past few days that I didn't want to gloss over was the announcement that Jonathan Davenport is indeed sticking around as a full-time Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series driver for 2024. He previously didn't have a set schedule beyond Gold Niles, but on Thursday evening, the team shared via Facebook that they are going to chase a fourth series championship. Coming out of Speed Weeks, Davenport is currently third in the Lucas standings, just 25 points behind leader Ricky Thornton Jr. JD had a win, eight top fives, and nine top tens in 13 races. This was very much that sort of wait and see type of situation for Davenport. Run down south, see how their speed was and where they shook out after the opening stretch, then decide on future plans. With Overton out of the mix, this should probably be five drivers vying for those final four championship playoff spots at the end of the season. You're looking at RTJ, Hudson O'Neill, Davenport, Devin Moran. Those guys are probably the favorites. I also think Dalton Wilson could be in the mix if he can stay consistent. And then maybe from there, Mike Marler, an outside shot as well, if he can get hot. Uh, Lucas is quiet at the moment until March 22nd at Atomic. 
Jumping into some weekend results, we had a lot of races rained out, including two of three Spring Nationals races and the Northern All-Stars at Brownstown. Ethan Dodson dominated the Spring Nationals opener Thursday night at Waycross. He led all 40 laps for the $7,500 score. He topped Ryan Gustin and Donald McIntosh in that one. And Spencer Hughes was a $5,000 winner with the Southern All-Stars on Saturday night at North Alabama. Looking at today, a bunch of late model teams are at Cherokee for the 20000 to win March Madness. That one will feature Chris Madden, Brandon Overton, Chris Ferguson, Carson Ferguson, and many more. It's live over on Hunt the Front TV if you want to stream it. And with the ASCS Elite Outlaw Winged 410 Series, Noah Gass and Sam Haferteep were winners at Hunt County and Kennedale Speedway Park. Gas topped Ayrton Jenton and Haferteep on Friday, and Haferteep beat out Blaine Baxter and Dominic Selzy on Saturday. That Elite Outlaw Series races again late in April. And then weekend USMTS modified uh, wins went to Jack Sarton and Dan Ebert down at Rocket Raceway Park. Both of those were $5,000 scores. USMTS heads to Humboldt Speedway this coming weekend for the King of America, uh, with Dan Ebert leading Jake Tim and Jason Hughes in the championship standings. That's after four races. If you want some sprint car racing today, the Ward of Outlaws are back at Volusia for a bike week doubleheader. They race today and Monday, and I believe both shows are 12,000 to win. David Gravel leads Geo Selzy for the championship with just those four Dirt Car Nationals races complete. Some drivers who had tough nights at Volusia several weeks ago uh, will be looking to make big jumps in the standings. That in uh, that list includes Carson Macedo, Buddy Kofoid, and Sheldon Hoddenshield. Sheldon did bounce back from three finishes outside the top 10 to score the win on the final night at DCN but they certainly need more here. If you aren't in the neighborhood, Dirt Vision has live coverage. And Lincoln Speedway pushed their weekly race from Saturday to today to get some better weather. A bunch of Central PA 410 teams will be in attendance there. We'll see if Troy Wagaman can go back to back. Lincoln is again only showing certain races this season on Flow Racing and not the entire schedule, but today's race is one that will be streamed. Uh, so you can watch it if you are not headed to the racetrack. All right, that's it for this edition of The Daily Show. Hope you guys have a great Sunday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.